Kick off the new year with great deals during the Rams Start Something New sales event. Well-qualified returning FCLSEs can get a low-mileage lease on the 2020 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab 4x2 with a V6 engine for $299 a month for 42 months with $4,099 to its signing. Tax, title, license, extra. Call 1-877-RAM-5722 for details. Requires dealer contribution at least through Chrysler Capital. Current lease must end by 2-1-2021. Extra charge for miles over 35000 Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 2 3 Eight seconds. <laughs> Man, that logo gives me so much joy. Welcome to Cocktails with LA. I'm here with the wonderful Kinte Ferguson from Indie Radio, who set this all up. I'm so happy to be a part of this second annual Indie Radio 24-hour podcast for my two-hour slot. And I had to reach into the depths of Africa to get this cocktail. This is, you know, you should just introduce yourself, Mr. Liberia. Tell us who you are and where you come from and what you do. I am Mr. Cameroon. I'm not Mr. Liberia. <laughs> You're Mr. Cameroon when you live in Liberia? Yeah, yeah. I'm a Cameroonian uh, citizen residing in Liberia. Come to Cocktails okay, with and, LA. I'm here uh, with the... I teach at uh, the University, Constitution University. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's great. Thank you so much for agreeing to be a part of this podcast. That's It's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah. Kinte, don't you think it's amazing how the internet can just bring people together? You're in Los Angeles. I'm in Toronto, Canada. And Kashmir is in Liberia, even though he's from Cameroon. I won't forget that. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so excited to be a part of this two-hour conversation. Kashmir has agreed to be pretty much um, intellectually raped by me. (laughs) And he says that anything is on the table. I can ask him anything. And we've had conversations before. Do you want to talk a little bit about how we know each other? Yeah, I got to know LA on the Twitter. We are Twitter (laughs) friends. Twitter. For a year now. Yeah, you've been following me for a year on Twitter. And yeah, yeah. you always had something to say about something I've posted. You've seen my journey. You've seen the development of Cocktails with LA. But what was it about the content that was um, attack- intriguing you? Uh, for today's program? Or for... Uh, well, just in general, Cocktails with LA in general. Because you know it's about the adventures of the recovering sex addict, which is me. I'm a self-proclaimed sex addict in recovery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you're, you're honesty. Okay, uh, the sense of honesty that I saw in you and the, uh, the way you were feeling free, discussing, conversing with other people, okay? Right, huh? yeah. yes, yeah. <laughs> and do you also feel free or is it something that's kind of taboo to talk about in Africa and specifically in Liberia? Um, are people free when it comes to their, their sexual talking? Do they, do they say no, the things no, that no. are on their mind? They are not that free. They are not that free. The other day you were talking about lesbianism. We do have some lesbian here. Oh, of course you do. They're not, everywhere. <laughs> but it's not openly. It's not openly expressed. Okay, those who are lesbian at our university, yeah, there are some students who are lesbian, okay, but they are just hiding. I mean, it's not openly. Uh, even though I find a little bit at it, okay, I'm not a, <laughs> a gay, I'm a people, freedom and, uh, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was an interesting show. It was my episode two. I've only had three episodes. We just started on January 1st. Um, feel free to subscribe to YouTube, anybody watching. Um, yeah. But that episode, I was at the Everything to Do with Sex show. And these three women were just so lively and bubbly and so interested in having these kind of conversations. And they completely indulged me. And I got way more than I bargained for. I think everybody knows a lot more about cunnilingus now than they ever have in their life. <laughs> yeah. And then you expressed how much you enjoy, quote unquote, yeah. eating, or no, you said sucking pussy. Now, I know it's Sunday morning and this is a little yeah, bit taboo, yeah. but that wouldn't, it, that fits because I used to do a show called The Elephant Room and mm. I like to talk about things that people aren't talking about because people can't tell me that there are not people eating pussy on Sunday morning. And so let's start with that. Let's start with your love of the vagina and what you like to do to please women. <laughs> what do you got? You told me that you love when you saw that these women were talking, you were yeah. expressing how much you love sucking pussy. So yeah. where did this develop? When do you remember the first time you, you did that? Can you tell me that cocktail? Mm, I can't actually the culture by the first time. <laughs> I can't culture by, uh, but it's part of me. It's part of my sexual experience. But I can't culture man the first time. Uh, really, uh, experience of sucking pussy. But I do like uh, sucking pussy. And uh, you know what also encouraged me? Uh, I was doing some. I was on Twitter, and uh, someone tweeted something concerning sucking. Uh, uh, okay, they call it punani. Funani. Yes. Yeah, no, they okay. do. Make... Funani, Funani, that's sex. And that, uh... <laughs> wow. and then, uh... Funani, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is Funani? You know that Twitter as what is Funani? Oh, but I felt a little bit surprised. Okay, anyway, I had to explain to say, okay, Funani, that is the pussy, pussy. Okay, when they say Funani, okay. So later on, uh, we track the conversation. We talk about uh, if someone asking uh, us, me when I was, what I was thinking about sucking pussy. And uh, later on, you see, as the conversation was uh, uh, going on, I did some research and uh, I found out that uh, there are some... Uh, research on puna eating punani? No, no, oh yeah, no, yeah, eating punani because they, uh, someone talked about that bacteria, there were some bacteria or oh. If the woman vagina is not there, some bacteria, and then you can easily get infected. And then <laughs> I went to the internet, I logged on, and then the, fortunately, uh, I read something uh, saying that there are some, uh, I think, healthy bacteria. Uh, I have forgotten the name of the. I think you said a probiotic. <laughs> yeah, probiotic. Yeah, thank you for recalling your idea about it. Do you okay. see how much women give? We give you healthy probiotics if you go down on us. That's amazing. I love uh, it. Yeah, 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 like yogurt. Uh, they, I think there was a similarity. They were likening it to yogurt. That yogurt, there are some probiotics in the yogurt. When we, 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 we drink, we take some yogurt, okay? Mm -hmm. and the same thing, the same probiotics are in the woman's vagina. So, did okay. I say, oh. <laughs> so now you know that you're going to get something from it just as much as she is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, would you say that you are oh, very yeah, for you see having a woman open her uh, legs open and then to you sucking it uh, uh, okay uh, I get a lot of pleasure it's also 
I mean, at the same time that you are giving pleasure to the woman, at the same time you are getting some pleasure. So it's a little bit exciting for me. So the pleasure, just like the the women on my show, they the one girl talked about she liked to hear her woman moaning. She liked yeah. to see when she was coming because that yeah. was giving her pleasure. Is that would that be similar for you? Is describe what it's like when you're down there. What are you thinking about? What I'm thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's a strange question, but these are things that I always wanted to know. Like when the guy's down there, what is actually going through his mind? I'll be just enjoying. I enjoy <laughs> myself. I enjoy myself. Do you, no, do you ever second guess? At the same time, I'm feeling the responsibility of uh, giving pleasure, you know, uh, when you're having sex, okay, there's a sort of responsibility to say, okay, I need to make sure that, okay, my partner at the end of the day is just feeling satisfied, okay? Yes. Yeah, I will think of that first, not me. <laughs> so you're very selfless. Uh, I'm you're not a that. giver. Yeah, I'm a some. Yeah, I'm more. <laughs> I'm a giver. You're very giver. <laughs> yeah, you know, I tell I do, I but I'm more. Of a, yeah, I give. I like giving. Yeah, I, I appreciate give. men like you who are givers. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're very selfless. That's wonderful. But yeah, you- yeah, yeah. Especially that it isn't why most of the time when I'm uh, having sex and make you know, I will make sure that first of all my partner come on. But I don't do. you have a desire to also be pleased? Is it is it standard that if she goes no, down, no. if you go down on her, does that mean she has to go down on you? I mean, you uh, might hope so, but does she have to? No, 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 no. When, when, no, no. When she's no, most of the times. Uh, She's down, okay, and me, and then I'm on top, okay. But okay, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'd like it. Yeah, once she's on wait, top, wait, 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 she's on top of you while you're going down on her. That sounds no. funny. No, so, no. is she sitting on your face? It can be the other line, but don't she? Yeah, yeah, I do like it. You like for her to sit on your face because, okay, this is really important, actually. So, this you can help me here. Yeah. I would feel very strange to yeah. sit on a man's face. Although I hear that people do it all the time. I would be afraid of suffocating oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would just... yeah, yeah, the breathing. You find it difficult breathing, okay? Because you do? No, I'm saying you find it difficult breathing. You so will. It's, it's not, I'm saying it's not uh, a comfortable position. Yeah, a woman sitting on, on top of your face. You've okay? done this now. No, no, no. Yeah, it's happened. I experienced it one or two times. So, but I will not. Yeah, it's not a comfortable okay. position. Tell me, tell me the times that you did this, and when you couldn't breathe, what, like, what happened? What did you do? No, but I will let my partner know that I'm not breathing. I think that I'm not feeling were you, comfortable. Were you slapping her, saying, "No, no, no, I won't be slapping." <laughs> <laughs> no, I won't be slapping. I will just make sure that position. Okay. Uh, uh, the the bottle in such a way that I'm able to free that my nose is free. Okay. So are you the kind of person oh, who? Yeah, if she's on top of me, it would be difficult for a man to be breathing on top of you. But when you're on top of her, it's easier for you for breathing. Right. Exactly. So you yeah. prefer it for you to be on top of her, not for her to sit on your face. Yeah, I prefer to be on top of her. I mean, uh, she's like, with her legs wide open, waiting for you. Yeah. Okay, that one is better. Okay. Can you okay. tell me the story, uh, one of the times where you had this experience? Tell me, walk me through it. Where were you? Who was she? 
you know, not not her name or anything like that, but where did you come no, to no, meet no, this no, woman? Man. Yeah, yeah, I've had different uh, uh, relationship, uh, uh, and uh, I told you earlier about uh, uh, an experience I had with a white Canadian. Okay. Yes, we're we're gonna get into this because you know, thought, black women that. black women can sometimes feel a certain way about black men being with white women in this part of the world. Is it not taboo there? Uh, <laughs> Come on, but, talk the truth. No, no, yeah, yeah, but people is not going to be freely expressed. Okay, it's it's a little bit uh, taboo. Okay, when yes. I say it's a little bit taboo, yeah, it's okay. not. Everybody, you don't know who does what. Okay, people are not free to be expressing their sexuality. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a little bit, yeah. yeah. Okay, it's tell me, did, did she sit on your face, the white Canadian? <laughs> oh, you may no, not want to say. She never. We, yeah, she, we, different position, but not that one. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Tell the, me the, how you met her. We met uh, that year in Liberia, and uh, she 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 had just uh, arrived. She was she had just arrived in Liberia. What was she, she doing there? Journalist, journalist, oh. trainer. A journalist. So she has come to train some journalists, uh, some Liberian younger journalists. I mean, those who have not had any experience in training other uh, in journalism. She's a journalist. Okay. Doing it, so she. And we met Radier uh, in Banga. Banga is the second most important, uh, the chief town of the second most important city in Liberia. And uh, I was sitting in the, we call it the pastoral center. It's something like a guest house. That's what she was going to spend uh, the one year. Because initially she <coughs> uh, she came to Liberia for a one year experience with them. Okay, And uh, I was living not far from there. She asked me and then we met. Okay. By the time she was walking to the desk uh, to make the arrangement uh, to secure a place, and uh, I, uh, I was sitting there doing some work on my computer, and then we say hi, hi. We exchange some drinking, and remember the first question she asked me, "Oh, do you live here?" And then I say, right, okay, not far from here." But I don't. She thought I was uh, uh, in a guest, uh, whatever. I say, okay, not far from here, and then uh, we exchange. She was about to go to a waterfall. She said, "Okay, when I'm back from the waterfall, I will give you a call." Absolutely, changing number. Was so it I, love at first sight? Did you find her attractive? Yeah, yeah, she was. She was yeah. attractive, yes. And I remember you telling me that you thought that she was the best lover or the person who. Um, oh, yeah, I fell really love. Huh? She loved you the most out of every relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been. Uh, yeah, she loved me more than I'd never been loved before. How, okay, so tell me about that. What are the things that she did to help you feel that way? It's hard, right? Okay. Maybe it's your love languages. Yeah, it's it's, it's leave it. Yeah, okay, okay. First of all, she 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 was there for me, okay. And she how how, uh, how was she there for you? What did she do? Oh, she would make sure every time you are together, she would introduce me to her friend. I fell on us so many times, the birthday, and then they were white ladies, okay? They were many expected aunt. Whatever she want to go for a dinner somewhere, okay, so please, Kazmi, uh, let's go. Tonight we are having a dinner to this place. And at the time, one day, a man approaches her, she will come and say to me, oh, you know, the other colonel from this particular, at the time they were, okay, uh, you know, 
a mission, United Mission, uh, United Nation uh, mission in Liberia. There were some uh, many foreigner, Pakistani, Bangladeshi. Okay, you know, Liberia just come out of war, so there was a peace called mission. So wow. having a lot of expert and then. To, uh, many times she always she want to go whenever she want to go somewhere she will make sure okay I know I was not that very okay let's go let's go and uh, I knew okay whenever we go somewhere there the best hotel in Liberia some places they say but Geneva don't think that you are spending too much that is too much I remember one night at uh, book a, uh, a room somewhere and then she said to me no. We wanted to go. We went to one of the most expensive hotels in Moravia, and then the, so that was a little bit. Anyway, she, she, she I knew she was making more money. Okay, so got, she was paying. Yeah, she she would pay the, every whenever we go, she would pay a bit. She would do, do everything. I was not. It was not really. I was not feeling comfortable, but uh, every time. you didn't feel comfortable. But you like being in those nice hotels. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Every time I'm paying the bill and doing this and. Uh, you Imagine. paid the bill or she paid oh, the bill? Yeah, they used to what, yeah. Yeah, that's probably helping in you making you feel loved. <laughs> if somebody is showering you with that kind of attention uh, and yeah, time. Yeah, 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 effectively. I felt I felt actually love and uh, and I think I gave it back to her, okay. Uh, when I say I forgive, when she 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 felt sick, it's Labida who kick her out of Labida, uh, uh, pardon, Malaria kick her out of Liberia. Who kicked her out of Liberia? Malaria, malaria. Oh, she malaria. Had, she had to leave. Yeah, she had a four plus malaria. She almost died. Oh, okay. my goodness. Her, one of the tiga tissue, as, uh, the, I remember the doctor said to you, oh, your friend saved your life. I know I saved her life when she was at the hospital. I can't go into detail. You I cannot, but you saved her life. Yeah, it's a long day. Maybe the day I have the policy here is a long, 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 long. Yeah, if I have to start telling you what's really happened between, yeah, so, so many things. And I remember also one time I had to leave, I flew to Cameroon my, to be attending to my dying father, and uh, I left her behind. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, in Liberia. Okay, wow. because I had to Cameroon, my father was not well, he was dying. And uh, a week less than a week, something like a week later, she was no longer feeling comfortable staying here away from me. And then she had to fly back to Canada, okay, for some medication. She said for some medication, but actually she was feeling she was missing my loving, uh, 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 lovely presence, our lovely presence. So we okay. By the time I flew back to Liberia, we flew back almost at the same time, okay, and. Right. Uh, that was really every time I was in Kamoshi, she would call and say, Oh, I'm feeling really lonely. Yeah, your yeah, presence, whatever. So it was so I knew when I was not there, she, she couldn't do so, I don't know, maybe because she was also feeling depressed. She was feeling depressed, like being was, away from you. No, no, not away from me. Uh, clinically, she was Daniel to be a depressed person. So okay. every day, every day, every night, she, she would take some pill. Oh, oh wow so she was on medication yeah on that medication and you just wanted to take care of her because she took care of you so well <sighs> is that the hard part <laughs> no, no. there was no calculation actually i was just uh, you know at the same time uh, i just terminated not properly terminated the relationship so i was caught up between two, two loves yeah at the time 
Okay, so you were seeing someone yeah, else. Yeah, by the time I met, by the time I met with her, I was uh, the previous relationship was on the brink of failure. Was you not actually properly terminated? So what so, what was breaking down in the other relationship that opened you up to the white woman from Canada? What was happening? And was the white woman from Canada your first white woman that you've been with? Really? Okay, not, not not the first white woman that I ever. Uh, okay, I know uh, when I was in Canada, I uh, I made friends with some uh, Dutch. I had a lot of white uh, lady friends, okay, but we have never had anything, uh, any intercourse, okay. okay. I said, I remember one time kissing one, just a kiss. <laughs> Were you drunk? She <laughs> 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 left, okay, that one was, that was a Swiss, a Swiss woman, okay, from Switzerland. Okay, and then she said to me, oh, she would have let me uh, uh, make love to her. She, she, anyway, yeah, that was the only, I was... Yeah. So out of, yeah. like, all of a sudden, you were willing to try a relationship with a white woman while one relationship was ending. So what was happening in that relationship that was ending? What was going on there? Why did that come to an end? No, I was not feeling uh, being loved. You weren't feeling being no loved? Attention. She was not giving me attention that the white lady was giving me. Ah, so you like attention. She was not giving me the love. She was no longer yeah, she was no longer so. I well, we all love attention, so I understand. Even having sex, it was uh, may as well rest in peace. I think I remember telling you about the friend that I passed away. So, so yes, so. I remember you talking about that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, so how did the relationship come to an end with the white lady from Canada? I told you. Okay, she fell sick. She. Oh, so died. that is so she had to come back because of that, and then yeah, that... and then uh, she went on a medical evacu- evacuation to the nearby country Ghana. Yeah, so we we went there together. We spent one week we had there because she couldn't fly alone. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, she couldn't walk. She was, so we we bought the plane on the wheelchair. She was on the wheelchair. Right. And, uh, yeah, do you, yeah. Do you still talk to her now? Uh, actually. She's in a different in another relationship. So, uh, where does she yeah. live now? In Toronto. Is she with a black man here? No. Probably, really, because I'm really shocked by that. Because no. there's a lot of black and white people no, no. together in Toronto. She's with white. She's with a white man. She's with a white man, yeah. and you don't speak to her anymore. Uh, the friend at the actually, no, I want to give. I know she's. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, the last time we, it's a long time. Okay, we have not been. I do have an email. I have. I do have a phone number. Okay, but uh, you just leave it uh, alone. Yeah, yeah. I just, just letting go. Okay, I, I, I let go of her. That, that's also. You don't want to stay stuck. It was very painful, especially for her, because at the time she wanted me to be together with her, but the distance had to really. Okay. Oh, wow. Anything happened and then it could happen. I just had to let go of it. Yeah, I mean, I I get that. I get that. I think, would you uh, say in, that, in that? private, In private, I will send a photo of her. Okay, <laughs> I can't wait to see. Oh, boy. I, don't, I hope I can handle yeah. it. <laughs> oh, but uh, if she can't, you can't handle it. Now, it's okay. It. It's okay. You know what? You, I mean, there's always this story that's running that white women there's a narrative and a history with white women versus black women 
And so when black men are with white women, sometimes, I don't know, it just feels hurtful. Um, and I guess that's a generational, intergenerational thing. But I do know that you said that you prefer black women and that you find them beautiful. So, I mean, if you fall in love with someone from another race, then you fall in love with someone from another race. You know, you can't stop love. Um, I think it's more so when some black men will say, uh, you know, they don't like black women or they would never date a black woman. Those kind of things are really hurtful because obviously you haven't been with all black women. Yeah, yeah no, that is too racist. I don't want to be racist. And then to, I know all the white people I've uh, uh, made friends with have been very kind to me. I have yeah. very, 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 very kind and uh, okay. I've never had any. Yeah, I, ha- I do have some colleagues here who have they spent more than two years, uh, 20 years, 15 years in America, and then they told me they have been telling me that about the white people are very racist. I have plenty, 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 plenty. <laughs> okay, I have a very, very good. I have had very, very bad experience. Okay. Wow. Then, okay, they say, oh, if you see a white man or oh, white white people coming to you just for. Okay, there are many of them here, okay, on the uh, our university campus, okay? Right. Yeah, and okay. then they have some of the experiences with me. Okay, but uh, the way I experienced them in the different countries, in Ghana and in Liberia, okay, um, okay, I've had different experiences, so I will not give a negative, uh, so. Yeah, I think it's important to be open, but you also, I mean, I guess it's context. And so where you come from or whoever, whatever your experiences are in your life, had you be open to, to receiving love from a different race. And a lot of people have opinions about that, but at the end of the day, this is your life and you have to be happy with what makes you happy. And it doesn't matter what other people think. And it's sad that we mm-hmm. have to be stuck with these historical narratives that keep us more separate than together. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day though, I, I love black men. I, this is who I'm attracted to. This is who I love with all mm-hmm. my heart. Yeah. And, um, I don't know if I could be with a white man. I've never met a white man that I wanted to have a full-fledged relationship with. I've never, I don't know. So I'm, I'm happy that you had an experience where you felt loved. And that's probably what we all want is yeah. to feel that love. And I'm happy for you. Mm, um, yeah. tell, let's switch gears a little bit. What do you teach at the, at the university? Uh, I teach French. French. Yeah. yeah. My son is in French immersion. And let me tell you, I can't yeah. help him with his homework. <laughs> oh, back to me. Yeah, I'm interested in languages. Okay, I'm a, uh, I, I'm a Bale. I speak both English and French, and uh, I can speak some German, but I'm not. Uh, I can write some German. I can read it, uh, but my listening skill and speaking, I'm not very good at it because I did some. Uh, I'm also very. I have a very good knowledge of uh, Latin. I did mm-hmm. Latin for something like close to nine years. I mean, seven years at the uh, high, in high school and yes. the university. So I have very good knowledge of Latin. Oh, excellent. Uh, so I'm interested in languages, actually. Okay, so this is a good segue in the sense that if you're very good at languages, what is your love language? Are you familiar with the love languages? Do you know what the love languages are? And I don't mean like, French is the, the, I think French is seen as a romantic language. Italian is seen as a romantic language. Spanish is seen as a passionate language. Mm-hmm. But I'm yeah. talking about the kind of languages that make you feel the love yeah. 
that yeah. you felt like from that lady, you, you said she used to spend time with you. So maybe quality time is important to you in yeah. terms of your love language. Yeah. Are you familiar with these love languages? Yeah, yeah, she too. I think she could speak at times some, some, some French. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. No, we used to. Okay. Communication was English. Yeah. She well, okay. Speak. Well, forget about the actual language, right? There's yeah. something called the love languages. And I'm just going to look it up really quickly for you. It's a book. It's a book that was written called The yeah. Five Love Languages. And it was yeah. written by Gary Chapman. Yeah. And he says that mm-hmm. you can you you can identify you do a quiz and it will identify your top three love languages. So some of the love the five love languages are physical touch. So you you're somebody that enjoys being touched or being physical, uh, quality time, yeah. spending time together, uh, words of affirmation, somebody that tells you and reassures you and validates you with um, giving you compliments telling you that you're doing well, um, you know, just building you up with their words. Uh, Somebody who does gifts of service. So they're always doing things for you. And the last one is receiving gifts. So out of those five, without having taken the test, what do you think, what speaks to you as your top three love languages in any order? (laughs) Quality time. Ah, that's really important to you. This is what the woman gave you. This is why you loved her. <laughs> that and paid for some nice hotels. So maybe uh, gifts yeah. are important. And the, the second one, I think it's the first one you mentioned. Uh, physical touch? Yeah, physical touch. <laughs> Most uh, men like physical touch. <laughs> yeah, I like my body. <laughs> <laughs> well, if like you don't, how are we supposed to like it? I like that, but I know I take good care of my body. I, I'm a, a physically fit. I like going jogging, cycling. Nice. Yeah. 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 So, I used to be really physically fit. Um, I did fitness competitions and things like that. And then yeah. I got into two car accidents in 2018. And I haven't been able to work out the way I used to. It makes me very sad because don't you feel like um, your exercise routine is also linked to your libido? I think when I exercise more, I have a higher sex drive. Would you say that that's true? Yeah, but Not jogging, fact, but like weightlifting. It's scientifically proven. No, I don't do weightlifting. Oh, you I, don't? I, I run, I go yeah. jogging, and uh, I set a target nonstop for an hour. I'm okay. jogging. Go jogging for an hour. Yeah. The other day I told you I was going jogging and I jogged for one hour and three minutes. So one I hour and three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That was very specific. I was thinking, yeah. I checked the time and the time I stopped. <laughs> How so far I, did you go in one hour and three minutes? I will go around the university campus. I live here right here at the university campus. Okay. So some hills, there are some hilly places. So just something a little bit challenging. So I will go. So that's what I usually do. And uh, when I go, when I cycle the bicycle, I have a bicycle here in the house. Uh-huh. That's what I like to do when I was in Ghana. I I will cycle along the road. It's a little bit risky at times, but I take a little bit of risk. It prefer, sounds nice. Yeah, yeah. But when I cycle, I go jogging. I go jogging uh, usually around the campus. I'm a student at times. Everybody knows me for I'm well known for that. Yeah, so so you, you bring up a really important point in terms of 
taking care of your body and how that's connected to how you feel about yourself and you wanting to, if, if physical touch is one of your love languages, you're not a, you're, you're happy to have someone touch you because you know that. Living gift is the last. I mean, but, the list of all the, because you asked me to, you have asked me to classify them. So I was, yeah. I didn't give the classification. I think that. Okay. Uh, Tell last, me. Uh, you felt the further one the last, yeah. Because why is it last? Because uh, uh, I think I pay more attention to the giver of the gift than to the gift. That's it. It's important that we love, huh? Mm-hmm. Giver of the gift, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It. So the gift is not important, okay? It's the giver of the gift, okay? So now I'm just looking at So if the giver of the gift takes good care of you, give you quality time, and then the gift. So for me, yeah. Quality so, time, gifts, and physical yeah. touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm looking at all this here. So That's beautiful. The gift, the gift is the least, okay? Okay, I like all it. The, all the you mentioned. So the gift That's is the amazing. Least. Okay, yeah. so now I want to talk about um, something you mentioned to me in a ch- in the chat that we were having where you talked about yeah. um, relating to me as a sex addict. You call, You also identified yourself as a sex addict, but you said you, once. No, <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Oh, when, when I was in, uh, yeah, when I was uh, uh, in a relationship with her, because we make love almost every day. This is the white woman again. Yeah. Man, those white women. You know, I have a friend who talks about um, how much he loves black yeah. women, but that yeah. white women just are willing to do almost anything sexually and they're just more free. And, yeah. you know, well, of course they are. They don't have the same historical oppression to have to psychologically swim through to have to and and let's be honest when black women are sexually free like how i'm so open about talking about my sexuality we get put in a box and men don't actually honor who we are but they want that kind of woman but it's almost like this taboo thing where they don't want to marry this kind of woman. They just want to have these experiences with this kind of woman. you. <laughs> they want it, but they don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. No, because I've never had, I've never, yeah, almost every day. Okay. And I find myself here yeah, today and at times you do in the morning or sometimes in the evening. I also, Whenever we are together, so could you keep up with that? I didn't have any problem with that. (laughs) Just naturally, (laughs) you were strong enough. You took your vitamins. Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, you know, okay. And I see I'm physically, you know, it says scientifically, it's when you exercise physically fit, and then the blood can, okay, the blood flow, yeah, the blood flow. Okay, no, but it does not mean okay. Uh, having it mean when you're having sex with uh, uh, every day with someone that every time you have to come on. No, what we used to do at times, she would say, Okay, uh, we switch the role today. I'm the giver, tomorrow she's ah, that was it. Oh, so you would flip it up, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we used to do, okay. When I'm come on, I've come on, or she has come. Ah, okay, if I've come on before, and then the, uh, she will ask me to do one or two things uh, to make sure that also she will come on. Oh, like what one or two things? What what are what things are those? And then she'll be playing with her. She used to take the question and then so 
She should you? take what? Come on. I, I can't hear what you're saying. I need to hear details. No, pillow, pillowcase, pillowcase. And then she put the pillowcase between the... Anyway, I, I can't really recall to mind. I mean, she what? asked... Is she's you using of... a pillowcase to do what? No, she asked me to do a couple of things. I mean, to be playing. She asked me to be playing with her. Play okay. with her. The fingering, a couple of other things. Okay, that's just a, that is just an example. But where does the pillowcase come in? Yeah, I remember one time, and then she asked me to put the pillowcase in between her legs, and uh, okay, she was having a big breath, and then I don't know what else. I think I was doing something with the breast, playing with her breast. Okay, so <laughs> she was having a really attractive breast, <laughs> and then that happened one time. Okay, so did I she have real boobs or fake boobs? No, 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 real one, real one. Okay, so they were real and big. So you like big breasts? No, they were not that big. They were not that big. Oh, just nice. But very nice and attractive. But okay. I was not too much. I don't know why I, my attention was not there. I remember one time she said to me, "You seem not to be too much attracted uh, to my." Yeah. Is that your favorite body part? No, that is not the. The breasts were not your favorite body part, but you were the into body. her breasts. Not the butt. The butt. <laughs> you like butts. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm still trying to understand what the hell she wanted you to do with the pillowcase. So she's asking you to play with her breast, but put a pillowcase between her legs for what reason? What's and, that supposed to do? The legs and at the same time playing with the breast and the, the vagina. So she wanted you to go down on her while you no, played with her breast with a pillowcase over her? was on the side of the side of the the bed <laughs> it was a little bit i don't know how she was getting a little bit that point one time <laughs> okay i don't know what the hell you two were into i don't get it at all <laughs> pillowcase between the legs playing with the breast and her vagina uh, yeah, yeah. what's the significance of the pillowcase i don't know maybe she wanted to hold tight on something oh like a blanket like to hold yeah. a, a security yeah. thing I don't know why. Yeah, and our sex lives are so fascinating to me. I just, yeah. it's just really, really fascinating. And man, I don't know. I don't know what that is about the pillowcase, but that's fascinating. But what yeah. made you think that you were addicted to sex because of the amount that you were having? No, I say I was one. Okay, now I came to realize that uh, I was able to perform, to do some of the things uh, I will not say I wish I'm not aware. I mean, that I was not able to, I've never done before because that was my first ever time to be having sex with someone almost every day. I've never experienced it before. Five, seven, five to seven I mean, days almost a week. Almost every day. I'm saying almost every day. For how long? <laughs> how many months were you okay. with her for a year? Uh, how long we have been together? Yeah, how long were you together? For close to a year. For close to a year. Yeah, for close to a year. Every day. She she got me putting in work. Almost. It does not mean that at times she would travel, go somewhere for a training, for a workshop. Okay, okay. okay. So you you weren't just stuck together for a year. But you you had a lot. We don't have the opportunity of of traveling together without. Okay. So she's back. Did it ever interfere with your life? Like, what would it ever stop you or make you fall behind in work? 
all of the time and energy that you were putting into the relationship? No, it did interfere with the life I was living at the time. At the time, at the time I was a lay, uh, I quit a religious life. I was a religious life. Some people I said, maybe that, that, yeah. Okay, wait, 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 wait. You, 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 had, a, <laughs> you had a religious life. Yeah. What, what, what's your religion? Do you have a religion that you follow? No, I say I quit that religious life, religious life. I mean, the I was a, a religious brother. We call it a religious brother. I mean, a religious I, brother? Yeah, I used to belong to uh, a Catholic concentration. I'm a Catholic. Oh, you're Catholic. Yeah. You know, I used to think that the RC, like the Roman Catholic, stood for recovering Catholic. Because no, no. sometimes they, like, they do a lot. How do you get overcome the guilt that comes with being a Catholic? And living such a free life sexually, do, do you ever feel guilty about your life? No, 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 no. no. I've, I'm still a Catholic. I'm said, still Catholic. I to, yeah, I'm still Catholic, and I say I used to. You're more devout. I, I be a member. I'm of a, clergy. Yeah, no, yeah. Not that okay. Not clergy. Clergy, the people will say the mass. Okay, there's a difference because you don't understand really. Okay, you know, in the Catholic, we have the priest, we have the brother, and then we have the sister. And I was a brother. Oh, so what made you turn away from that? I wanted to be on my own and lead something, lead a different life. Do they make the brothers not sleep with people as well? Do you, have to, do you have to be celibate no. to be a brother? Yeah. A brother in the Catholic Church is also celibate. Yeah. So you, how long were you in that position? Oh, I've been with them since uh, I joined them in 2006. I just completed my uh, master's degree. I was a student in 2005 when they got in touch with me. In 2006, I went for a training and... Uh, what do you mean they got in touch with you? I mean, wait, I mean <laughs> for me they to just recruited you into the into the brotherhood. Yeah. What? They just came to to where you were and said, "You, you should be a brother, and we're going to." No, gonna no, 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 no. They have been in touch for uh, a year, and uh, to a friend who was a member of the congregation, and then okay. Okay. And how, like, how did you, how does somebody who is devout um, and following that, that path, leave it? What, something, did something occur? Tell me about, tell me about how you made that decision to leave the church. A difficult decision, not the church, the conversation. <laughs> yes, you need to. Okay, right. You, you know what, you're right. I'm sorry. You're yeah, right, yeah. because that's, that's not true. You still say you're a Catholic. I was actually raised Catholic. So I've had my, I was baptized. I had my first communion. I had my confirmation. Um, And I'm sure if I was on my deathbed, my mom would want the rites read to me or over my body. But tell me about, you know, like being a Catholic or a Christian or any of these other religions that are in a sense punitive when it comes to sexual freedom, especially, Mm. you know, they see it as, um, well, everything, almost everything we do is sin, but there seems to be a special place in this, in the minds of people in society that puts extra emphasis on sexual immorality. And how do you go from being celibate to what you were, you were saying that you were then addicted to sex? How do you work through that with your faith? 
Maybe it's because you didn't have any for so long that you just what we call broke out. <laughs> I think you had to brock out because you were you were constrained these all these times repressed. All your sexual feelings were repressed. Yeah, Don't let so- them do it to you. <laughs> Remember when I go for someone said to me, "Have you love too much sex?" Well, I don't know, but I don't think I, no. I, I think I'm a little bit moderate. This, this well, time. okay. Well, to because to call yourself a sex addict, um, as I've come to realize, is people get a, an immediate reaction when I talk about being a, a sex addict. But what people I think fail to understand is addiction in itself. When you separate whatever the word is that comes before it, alcohol addiction, drug addiction, sex addiction, right? Yeah. The part that is damning to you is the addiction part because that's the part that wreaks havoc in your life. Uh-huh. Now, are you talking about being a sex addict because it harmed your daily living? Because that's what happened to me. It, in, I was never uh, badly affected or whatever. No, it never had any negative impact on me. Okay, because you also talked about um, earlier, not in this conversation, but in in some messages where Mm -hmm. we discussed um, the pornography industry and how much that was a big part of also um, you. I think you said you were really addicted to watching that. And and that's not to feel ashamed because I think majority of men, a lot of men anyway, a lot of men get yeah. caught up in pornography. How did you stumble upon that? Was this after the church or while you were in the church? No, no, and, no. and I don't want to say the church, no, no, I mean no, the brotherhood. No, no, but while I was there and uh, while I was uh, with my friend, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah what? Was, yeah. <laughs> what happened? What's your favorite kind of pornography? Oh. Okay, actually, it was during my spare time. Okay, when I, and okay, I remember one time. Yes, uh, tell me the truth here. I, I want to know the truth. While I was with her, we were somewhere, and then she stopped me. I think I went to one website, pornography website, and then the about white, a uh, black lady. Okay, I think she felt a little bit jealous. The she, black lady was jealous. No, no, no. She being a white lady, and uh, I'm visiting a black. Uh, 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 a porn uh, site. Oh, black porn yeah. site. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Big butts, right? <laughs> Anna, but she never liked it. Okay, she too used to visit some uh, uh, porn uh, uh, site. Oh, she was into porn too. She, no, okay, to visit, it does not mean that she was into it, okay, from time to time. Okay. Okay. She, okay. And then it happened that one time I did at visit once and then when she came and she looked at the computer the thing was in there so she felt a little she was very over jealous she was jealous of you being attracted to black women online <laughs> they weren't even people that you could actually talk to live okay okay she, she was a time very over she was over jealous i will go somewhere she will keep on calling whether you whether you're coming back and uh, why is it did it take so long for you to yeah. How did you respond to that? Because I know a lot of men don't really like when women are extra jealous. No, it's okay. You don't I, mind? I didn't find it offensive. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a blessing. <laughs> it's a blessing. I hope there's a lot of men in North America saying, seeing this and thinking, okay, it's a blessing that she's jealous. Well, she so you're in cray cray, what do you do? 
Also, I, one another thing, a good thing I used to like about that, she will apologize when she will overdo something. I remember one time I have a cousin who live uh, in France, and uh, she called me to check on me. Yes. And, uh, behind me, she took the phone and she checked on the number. She called back the number. She took the number. She called back, yeah, the white lady. And she, yeah, and said, yeah, unknown to me. That was unknown to me. But later on, she came to me and she said to me, "Oh, Kazimi, I called. Uh, so I'm really sorry for for what I said." Yeah. Oh my gosh, she called somebody. Yeah, yeah. And you weren't upset with her. Yeah, she thought that I was calling a girlfriend, someone else. Okay. But uh, you weren't upset that she went and called the person that you were talking to. But I didn't. I've not done anything until when she came and told me that. Okay. Yeah, uh, but when she told you, weren't you mad? No, I, I was mean, not. That's a little disrespectful. I'm not, not surprised at that because I've been doing it. See, well, not this. You know, I used to, you know, someone who apologizes and uh, who apologize, okay, for whatever she has, has done. Mm-hmm. So you forgave her? Yeah, yeah. Like it's a good Catholic, you forgave her. Okay. Love conquer, overcomes everything. Okay. So I I agree. I I think I'm addicted to love. Yeah. And sometimes, like it to like what I was trying to say about being addicted is that it's actually not healthy to be in addict to be in the in the realm of addiction. Um, You know, there's people that love to have sex, and there's people that are in relationships and they fall in love, and that's healthy. But there's this drive that comes from, well, I used to anyway, and I'm sure it's still there. I just want that love and acceptance that most of us do. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to go into debt over it. I'm willing to, um, I've, there's been times in my life where I've degraded myself just to be with somebody who didn't even honor me. Mm-hmm. So I guess addiction is connected to our that's, sense of value. That's one way love. Love is patient. Love lets go. You understand? You you were in love with that person, the person ever, but if you love the person, you let go of the person. You, I don't want you, don't want me. I don't know, okay, what am I going to do about it? I let go of it. Yeah, no, you're okay. right. You're absolutely right. Put okay. the person first first, and then let go of it, and then you'll be like, that's all. I passed that stage. I used to be like that. Okay. You see? Uh, so people... I feel like I was stuck developmentally in this stage of almost uh, being like a teenager with the love because that's where all of my understanding of love was formulated. But it was done in such a negative way with abuse, rape, um, boys that took advantage of me or didn't honor me. And I didn't I didn't know how to um, articulate what I needed for myself because I've always been abused. So I just yeah. thought it was normal. But it never felt good. Um, and I just kept pursuing their love and affection because I yeah. felt like when they were touching me or with me, it made me feel some sense of belonging somewhere, even yeah. though they were very unhealthy for me, you know? And I'm, yeah. I'm so glad that I've gone on this journey of trying to understand myself and the kind of choices that I've made because it helps me put things in perspective. And... Yeah. I can't wait to bring all of the healthy love that I deserve into my life. And um, it's been good on the wagon this mm-hmm. time around. You know, mm-hmm. I've been pretty good. So I hope you don't go into addiction. 
You can like sex, but don't be addicted to it. Yeah, yeah, that is so. That Lots is of sex so. is good. I heard it's really healthy. What well, are good? <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I know much yeah, more. Yeah, so. That is good, yeah, but uh, you need yeah. to strike a balance. That's your thought. You have you to strike to... a balance, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm so glad that we got to know you from this perspective. Now what I want to do for the next hour because we've yeah. just completed one hour of our two-hour two podcast in the second annual Indie Podcast, 24 Hours. Um, yeah. I'm going to put some questions in my in my box here. So yeah. I've got some questions. I'm going to choose one, yeah. and we can both answer them. So I'm not just putting you on blast. How's yeah. that? Okay, so yeah. I, I chose one. Let's yeah. see what this question is. Yeah. <laughs> it could be anything. Yeah. Um, oh my god. Well, this is I guess this one's for me because it says, Have you ever been squirt? Oh no, it says, Have you ever been squirted on? And then I'll answer if I've ever squirted. <laughs> have you have, have you ever had an experience of a woman squirting on you? Are you familiar uh, yeah. with, with what squirting is? Oh yeah, yeah, you mean <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. Like, Does that come from you had a memory? Tell me that cocktail. What happened? No, 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 I've never had such an experience. Maybe, yeah, farting. Farting? Yeah. A woman <laughs> farted on you while you were having sex? Uh, yeah. <laughs> were, you da- were you going down on her when she farted? Yeah. <gasps> no. I don't know, man. That's another way organic, organic, you see, by the time the, she's about to reach... Uh, Orgasm. Oh. You're yeah. you're telling me that you were going down on a woman and she farted on you? No, no, no. Okay, it just happened naturally. I'm gonna fart at me. <laughs> Sorry. So what about the hilarious. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? Was it like what did you do? No my okay. It didn't did you make... keep going? Yeah, no, 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 I didn't. I'm just <laughs> Did it smell? I don't do that. No, no, it didn't. It didn't. Yeah. Have, you, have you ever been with a woman who didn't smell the freshest down there while you were going down on her? Yes, it happened. And did you keep doing it? <sighs> doing it. I let you know that, okay, this what happened. And okay, I was not feeling comfortable doing this and that. Okay, that's what I did. Did you communicate that she may not, you know? No, you will not tell the person on the spot because that will kill the momentum. Okay, so you still wanted to sleep with her even though it didn't smell good? <sighs> well, yeah, okay. you know things we do for love, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry that somebody farted on you while you were down there. That's that's yeah. hard. But she, you have you ever made a woman squirt before? So I only saw it on the front. I know I've never actually experienced it. I've yeah. Never experienced it. Yeah. Squirting. Okay. I from what from what I understand, which is you know my my uh, my producer, my co-producer from Potential mm-hmm. Films is is telling me to release one of the videos where I talk to a girl about squirting, yeah. and um, she says that. Well, I guess you'll have to wait to watch that episode. But she taught me a lot about how relaxed you have to be for that to happen. And I know that okay. I have squirted once in my life okay. and that guy was really dedicated to making me feel pleasure. 
And that was extremely difficult for me. Um, That was hard for me to get to that place of completely relaxed so that I could achieve that kind of experience. I had no idea what the hell had happened when that did occur. I was shocked. (laughs) Naturally, yeah. You were not control of it. Yeah, but I clearly um, was able to feel relaxed with this person. And then Mm -hmm. later that person went on to do something that I didn't feel safe with them emotionally anymore. And it never, ever happened again. And in fact, we just ended up just, obviously I'm not with that person. So we just stopped even having sex altogether. But I do remember in the beginning when he helped to build my trust and my safety that I was able to get there. And I had never experienced anything like that. I, I mean, like, wow, it was, that was a really great feeling. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't been able to, um, to duplicate uh, that ever again. Ah, uh, well, that man was blessed. Yeah, oh, he was blessed. I was blessed yeah, to have that experience. Yeah, yeah. Whenever you experience, you see a woman, okay, she's expressing, okay, she, she mean that she had this, uh, the peak, you see, Yes. Not monkey making, and then she's enjoying. She enjoy it, and then you, you man, you are you are happy about it. You say, okay, you have done the good job. Job oh, well. Man. The selflessness was just like wow. He just was, and even those bi those bi curious women on my third on my second episode, they were like, if you are not coming up from between the legs and it's not messy, then you haven't done it right. She said, you have to be all in there. She said, you got to take your jaw to the gym. You got to take your tongue to the gym. These were her words, not mine. And I get what she's saying, though, I guess. I don't know. Sometimes you want just, like, is there ever times where you, every time you're sexually stimulated, do you want to always get to the point of ejaculation? Or do you sometimes just like um, being stroked or or fondled without it having to go there? No, 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 ejaculation. You know, you don't have to focus on it. I don't focus on it. Otherwise, you you end up not uh, enjoying the sex. So you just remain present and enjoy the moment for what it is, whether you come or not. Whether I come or not. Wow. That's really great. It takes time for me to come on. Yeah. Wow. It's been a very, very long time without having sex. You went a long time without having sex. Except, except I spent a very, very long time without having sex. I'm feeling too. Yeah. Very, very excited, yeah. You but, seem really relaxed uh, and open about yeah. it for somebody who was celibate for so long. No, I say I as except, yeah. When I say except, you know, you, you spend a very long time without having it and then it happen and you're feeling very excited, it can happen. Okay. Right. But I've never, yeah. But I know normally, uh, Normal circumstances, it takes time for me to, yeah. Okay. All well, right. We'll try the pain will be erect and whatever. We keep on doing and uh, until when the, she gets tired. Most of the time, she's the one who gets tired. I don't get tired. You don't get tired. Okay. <laughs> wow. But I guess that's why you go jogging every day. You, uh, you stay fit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, here we go. I'm going back into the box to pull out another one of our questions. Are you ready? Yeah. Should I go to the bottom or just pick the one that's lying on top? Anyone. Okay. On the bottom. 
Uh, the one the, on the, the bottom. Okay, let me go underneath to find this one. Okay, here's another one. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, what's your favorite? Oh, I asked you this kind of in our conversation. What was your favorite body part? You said the ass. So tell me, what is it like? Is it is that your favorite position to do uh, back shot? Mm, it's one of one of the favorite positions. Because the ass. What is it about the ass that you love so much? People love my ass. I don't know. They, they, they. I get a lot of compliments on my ass. Women come up to me at the gym and poke at it to see if it's real. How did yeah. you do that? I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, you have a nice one. <laughs> How do you know that? Well, I've seen it two pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A lot, of, a lot of men love the ass. So, okay, that's your favorite body part. We'll go in. We'll pick another one. Oh, yeah. um, this time I'll go in this little corner over here. Here we go. Yeah. Let's see. Tell me about your first wet dream. Do you remember? This is when you had a dream when you were younger, and then you... <laughs> Uh, I can't recall it. Uh, I can't, I can't recall it. Uh, what dreams it mean? Maybe by the time I was 10, 9 years old, I can't see it. I can't 10? Oh, no. What dreams it mean? That night? Oh, yeah. I, I, I was in a boarding school. You were in boarding school? school? What dreams it mean that you get up in the morning and then you are feeling wet? That's all. But I can't recall to mind the dream. I just I can't recall to mind the experience that, okay, uh, every one, two, three days, or every week, you get up in the morning. You know, I was in the boarding school. Okay, by the time. Did you and understand I, what had happened? Pardon? Did you understand that? Yeah, you... what, what you mean that? Like any man, you get up in the morning and then you're feeling. Hmm? You your, your, your penis is hard when you wake up. Oh no, no, not hard. I mean, no. So you already came in while you were sleeping. Yeah, yeah. While you're sleeping, that what I. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a wet dream. So you don't remember your first time? I don't. I don't. I can't. Is it something that ha I have two boys? So I, my oldest son is eighteen, and my yeah. youngest is seven. Yeah. So I remember there was a time where there were a lot of socks that yeah. just seemed to have this weird feel to them when I was going to put them in the laundry. Is that yeah. something you do? Is it you put it in a sock? What What's happening there? Help me understand my own children. <laughs> no, no, but what is just you need to be a, a little bit hygienic. You go, you take a shower, you fresh up, and then that all. And it's just, you just, what do you dream? You, are you dreaming about having sex? Yeah, yeah. You do dream about having sex. That's do you remember the, the woman that's in the dream, or is it just focused on the vagina, or is it just like a feeling and you don't actually see anything? What does a wet dream look like for you? Obviously, I wouldn't know what it looks like uh, for you. Those teams uh, see something. It's just like a, a power, something that uh, you are overwhelmed or over, overwhelmed by something and then you call, just come. It does, it's naturally and then you, it's like, I don't know how to express it. You find yourself enjoying it while you are half asleep. You are feeling how you are, you are half asleep. <laughs> and you're it. Okay, even though you don't do it consciously. <laughs> okay. I love it. Okay. I, I, I'm checking on my battery level. I need to put on the the the, the generator. Yeah. Would I'm you trying, mind? I well, no. 
I'm trying to think if I ever had like a, a, a sexual dream. Um, I think, I think I dreamt, I, I never got a, had a dream about being penetrated, but I think I've had dreams about men going down on me and then, but I, I didn't come or anything, but I'd be extremely horny. And, oh. um, everyone knows this about me that I've never, I had never used a vibrator before and i never had dildos or anything like toys did you use uh, toys with with any of your girlfriends sex never. toys yeah never. so this, this is a whole new thing that i'm going to be exploring this year i hope to anyway i'm very excited about it but i'm um i don't think i've fully given uh, in to my girlfriend, what it is one. Uh, my girlfriend is having one she bought one she recently went to the state and she your bought, one. bought a vibrator in the states she went last uh <laughs> Do you like to listen? You, you have all these women missing all of your stamina. Ah, she bought it. Why she bought it? The station bought one. That she bought it. Was it the one I using it? From what I understand, it helps people stay loyal. Um, it helps people feel uh, satisfaction and a release. So mm. I can see where it is a very powerful tool. Mm. Literally. Um, yeah. to help people bridge the sexual gaps that might exist because sometimes men are tired or they don't feel like going down. But the most important thing, I guess, is to think about how you can please each other. Being reciprocal is yeah. the best way to approach um, sexual pleasure and release, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that, that was interesting. Wet dreams. I've, I, I've always had Wet questions. I, I, was, I just said something. I want to... Uh, connect the put the generator on okay this yes. is Africa so the current uh, the power supply is off now okay. and then my battery is level so you will you mind giving me a couple of minutes I will put on the generator back up the generator what you gonna go leave my show what you can't leave me we still have 40 minutes left <laughs> and I uh, look I look my battery is level 11 minutes remaining Okay, so what do you yeah. have to do? What do you have to yeah. do to get organized? Yeah, I just want you to give me something like five minutes, the time for me to put it on so that okay. I connect. Okay. Sure, so I'll, I'll, I'll let that happen. And what I'll do is I just found um, these nine frequently asked questions about squirting that I think I'll just share with people while you're yeah. doing your backup generator. And then you'll, how long are you going to be gone for it? Oh, no, I will leave it on. Okay, I'm I'm leaving. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm leaving it on. I'm not disconnecting anything. Okay, I still have ten minutes remaining to the time for me to put on the generator. Okay, okay, put on your generator. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay so I, I I don't know if you can hear me while you do that. I can hear you. Yeah, it's on. I can hear you. Okay, amazing. So I'm on healthline.com, and it says everything you need to know about squirting, and what it says is it starts with jizzing. Have you ever heard the term jizzing before? Well, it's another it's a colloquial term for ejaculation and it talks about female ejaculation or making it rain, um, a tsunami of love, whatever you call it, chances are you've come to some questions about squirting. So let's hear. What is it? Do you and so I remember you said that you only understood squirting through the perspective of um, pornography. That's where you first saw 
what squirting was. But the actual definition that healthline.com gives is that squirting refers to the expulsion of fluid from folks with vulvas during sex. Certified sex coach Gigi Engel and the author of All the Fucking Mistakes, a guide to sex, love, and life. I think this might be come on one of my uh, my book lists because that sounds that sounds like something I should read. All the fucking mistakes, like and she doesn't mean like fucking mistakes. She's talking about the fucking that we're actually doing. There's many mistakes in the way that we do it. So um, let me see what she says. She asks. Um, she explains that the G spot are all located roughly in the same area of the body. And that typically, if you stimulate one thing, you'll likely stimulate them all. And if you stimulate the skein's gland, oh, I'm gonna—I can't wait to talk to um, the gynecologist who's gonna break down the the complete vagina for us in one of my upcoming podcasts. Um, but it's really important for people to understand each other's body parts and where we get stimulated. But I'm not sure how it is for. And in, um, like for you in particular, I don't like to group men but as a man, I'm not sure if you feel like you like anal stimulation, but apparently there's this part between the balls and the anus that is incredibly stimulating to a man. But I think men might feel a little bit self-conscious if you start rubbing that area because they might be afraid of being poked or <laughs> being put in a situation where they don't want anything in their anus, but they and they won't relax enough to get the stimulation of it. Do you like something stimulating that part of you? <laughs> what part are you talking about? Okay, so you know how there there are the balls and then back here is the anus and be, the space between right your you, the yeah. anus there's this piece there's there's a skin that i heard if you stimulate right oh I, I, yeah i see i see yes but a lot of men don't relax to allow that, that to happen another thing i like doing when i'm having sex is to play with my partner anus You like to play with your partner's anus. Yes. Why? I I don't, like, I don't, that's all different for me. I don't know anything about that. Teach me. I don't know what that's all about. It's stimulating. Like, how can you relax enough? You know, you know, know, when you make love, when I make love, I like being free. Okay? I enjoy all, when I say I like enjoying, I enjoy the everything about my partner's body. You enjoy everything about your partner's body. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You're a good man. You're a good man. (laughs) With everything about so, if the anus was say clean and enter, I will find if I have to lick it just to give it pleasure. I will lick it. You lick the asshole, so you eat the groceries. Yeah. You eat ass. Yeah. What? Okay. Can you please tell me a story of a time you ate some ass and what were you thinking? Did you did you smell anything? Does anything get released? Aren't you afraid of that happening? I'm sorry, I gotta ask these kind of questions because it just seems so foreign to me. The logistics of these situations, I don't get it. How do you get yourself to a place of saying, "I know 
what happens in that area, but I'm still going to go there. <laughs> All in the name of pleasure. Yeah, just exploring. It just is like, you feel like you put yourself into the, the shoes of someone who is exploring. You're exploring your partner's body. You're exploring. Wow. Exploration. You're exploring the person's body. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, no, I'm not saying you're exploring the body, but yeah, you feel yourself, you put yourself in. It's just like a sort of a, you are enjoying your partner body at the same time you are touching uh, you see the the the, game with the, the response. yeah and uh, I remember I know my partner my girlfriend when I'm having sex with her at times she like when I finger I insert my you see I put my finger oh, the two in the pink one in the stink I've heard this term before <laughs> You play with your, your, your body, you put the, your finger into the whatever the butt, and then they like it. Some women like it. Do you like it? Yeah, but if I have to give you pleasure, why not do it? So how there, did you how did you come to realize no that there should be no taboo between a man and a woman? There should be no taboo. Yeah. So what, what's good for the woman is good for the man, and what's good for the man is good for the woman? If the woman said to you, if she says, I don't like it when you do it like this, it's normal, okay? You yeah. understand how she doesn't I, like I, when I, I, I play with her butt, and now we stop it, okay? You stop it. Yeah, I will stop it. I do you have safe words? Pardon? Do you have a safe word that says, pineapple, I don't want you to do that anymore. And then when she says pineapple, you know to stop. Doesn't that break up the mood, though? Like if you're in the middle of something and you're feeling good and then you hear her say stop, but you're really liking it? That is a little bit frustrating. Yeah, that would be frustrating, I guess. Now, I prefer you tell me stop. Okay, after the sexual act, you said to me that, okay, you were playing with me, but actually I was not enjoying it when you were playing with my butt, my ass. Right. When you take me this way, I like it this way. That's what one of the good things about the white lady. The white lady used to say to me, uh, used to teach me, tell me what I need to do to please her. Uh, I mean, for her to be feeling comfortable in bed with me. She was free. She was free. Yeah, at time, yeah, maybe if I'm using, uh, doing a back shot, and then you say to me, oh, I like it the way she used to say to me that I'm the best. Oh, she will send it to me. See, words of affirmation. I remember one time, yeah, uh, it was raining. And we got caught up in the rain. At the time, I was not having a car. So we were walking under the rain, going back home. And uh, we get to a place, we got to a place that was a little bit bushy. Yes. I mean, forest. And then she said to me, now let's have sex under the rain. Oh, wow. I think you're frozen. <laughs> and that was such a good story, too. I'm sorry that you got frozen. I hope you can reconnect with me again very shortly. I can go back to um, my, my squirting list. But also, I think I want to pull out another one of my questions so that if you do come back in... Um, we can address it. But for now, I guess I am going to have to answer the question that is on my list. See, I just pulled this 
this one and let's see what it says. Uh, <laughs> it's talking about body count. Okay, well, if I say that I'm a sex addict um, and that I've used sex to try to get love, I guess I would have to say that my body count was higher than I would have liked to have. But I am, I'm 46, so I mean, it's going to be high. It's higher anyway than a girl who's 20, I hope. <laughs> All of it, it seems like there's a lot of women out there that um, they might give you a number, but it's probably double the number that it is. I've come to realize that what I was living in shame with in terms of um, uh, going after love and using my body to get it, um, no matter where it came from, you give a little bit of yourself away when you connect with people. Um, I believe they, in the Christian faith, we call it soul ties. And so there's a little piece of people's spirit that goes within you when you do that. But, and, and as I felt that shame, I came to understand that there are a lot of women out there that are having a lot of sex, a lot of one night stands. They connect with people right away. And this just seems to be the culture of how people come together. And um, it's a little bit disconcerting because some people are shamed more than others when it comes to their sexual freedom. And um, as Kazmir was just talking about, he enjoyed having sex with the white woman, he said, because she was very open, very free. And I think that's not always available to everybody societally because there are stigmas and taboos attached to, let's say, a black woman who wants to be open. In saying that, though, there's a lot of women that you see in um, in music videos and all of those things that are, they're hypersexualized. So the black woman is seen as this hypersexual being, um, even though the ones that are looking for a mate seem to have to hide their freak, so to speak. Uh, but I'm always interested in how do people make that connection? How do they... How do they overcome wanting to get close to someone and still being able to be sexually free and expressive? That's always been um, something that I've worried about as I try to find this love. And, you know, you connect with somebody and it feels really amazing and you start making out, but you, then you become afraid of of if I sleep with this person right now, what are they going to think of me? Whereas I don't know if white women have that same reservation. I don't know. I guess I'll have to interview some to find out their perspective, or at least those women's perspective on their sexual freedom. I think that would be a, actually a really interesting show. If you did see episode two, you will see that they seem to be able to say whatever they want. In fact, one of the girls outright said, she loves to suck dick. And hey, I like to suck dick too. But I don't think if I say it, um, it comes across the same way as when she says it. It seems like it could be a little bit more, uh, there's more acceptance when that takes place. Um, Kinte, I don't know if you're in the room or not, but we've had a situation where we lost our our guest, and he was so great and encouraging. It was Casimir Francois from Liberia, originally from Cameroon, who was 
very gracious in his explanations around what it's like to um, eat pussy. He was talking about how it is difficult for men to breathe when a woman sits on his face. <laughs> he also spoke a lot about um, when he was addicted to porn and that there was a period of celibacy that he went through as he was um, called a brother in the Catholic faith and that he's still a Catholic and that I don't, I don't think you, I don't think he really helped me understand how he gets over the guilt. I wonder if men feel the same guilt as women do when it comes to their sexual freedom and expression. I know that coming from the the abuse that I suffered, I would say that I struggle with being able to. Um, feel completely safe with a partner. Although I completely enjoy having sex, I just, I don't know, I, I it, it takes two, right? Obviously, well, it doesn't always take two, but it takes two to have these experiences of um, sexual intimacy and pleasure with the person that you're with. And I just, I really look forward to these adventures. Um, I'm going to be doing a very strange episode of Cocktails with LA where I'm going to go away and try my first uh, vibrating experience and then share it with you, how it felt, what it was like. I know it might seem like too much information, but whoever doesn't want to hear it can obviously turn off. But I do these videos in the hope that it will you know, shed some light on what people are are thinking about for themselves um, and wanting to understand my own body, wanting to understand how to communicate my needs and my wants. I'm always afraid of hurting someone's feelings of saying, listen, that was great, but I still need this. Um, how do you communicate what you need sexually to the person that you're with? Um, how many of you out there are monogamous how many out there are thinking about polyamory um i will give you this in terms of polyamory i went hi Kashmir. i i don't know where the the host is um to let you back in the room um can you follow can you hear me i'm just typing to Kashmir, who's in my chat room right now um saying hi he's back but I can't see him and I don't know where the administrator of the show is to help log you back in. So whatever I ask, I'm glad you can see me. How do I look? <laughs> I'm going to pull another question. Uh, thank you. <laughs> I'm going to pull another question from my gold box here. And maybe what you can do is type a response and I'll try to give kind of like an overview of what it is you're saying until I can figure out if there's a way to get you in to back into the chat room. Okay, so here I go. We're going into the, the questions and pulling out this one. And let's see what it says. I was really hoping to get your last call, which is going to be coming up in 15 minutes. I'm going to have to give you your last call. Okay. Have you ever hooked up with somebody you met online? That's the question. I've never done. 
um, online dating. I was, I was separated from my, my husband who I was with for 16 years. And, oh, okay. Kazmir says he's never hooked up with somebody online. Have you ever done online dating at all? I never have. And, um, just coming out of a, of a, oh, oh. you're back. There you go. It's nice to have you back. I've never, yeah. I've never done online dating. Uh, I, I ended my, well, I, we ended our relationship in 2016 and I just, I, I don't really have a problem meeting men. I just have a problem in, I guess, the fundamentals of interacting with that person when I meet them. I'm, I'm a little bit socially awkward, um, which maybe that's something that people don't know about me, but I'm kind of socially awkward. I'm also really charismatic and engaging and fun and all of those other things. But I recognize that one-on-one is sometimes a little bit hard for me. I'd rather speak to a stadium of people than speak to just one person. I find that, and that's the opposite for most people. I just seem to be an anomaly. (laughs) I don't know what it is. Having a one-on-one conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it feels, it's, it's hard sometimes. I, I guess with the way that I grew up, I'm, I was self-conscious and so I never felt really comfortable in my interactions with people, which hurts me when it comes to trying to find love because I'm often misunderstood, right? I need to open up. Well, I'm very open, but maybe I don't understand that there's, it seems like there's this rule that you can be really open about some things and not open about other things. And there's these unwritten rules that maybe you learn as you're developing going through life, but I must have missed it because I had ran away from home very early and my mom worked so much. So I never... You you know, each of us must have missed one or two things in his life. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Yeah, but that is it. No, you're right. So take time to catch up with uh, those missed things. Yes. (laughs) No, it's true. Would you ever go online to go dating? Ah, no, that's very, I've never had such a, is there Tinder in Liberia? I don't go online to socialize, pardon? Is there Tinder? Do you go on Tinder in Liberia? Do you know what Tinder is? Bumble? No, 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 no. I don't think we have such, it's a a website, a dating website. They're like dating apps. So apparently you can. Oh, no, people do have dating apps. Okay. But I'm not interested in such things. Or do you think that people utilize dating apps just to satisfy sexual pleasure or have the people that you know actually gone on there to find love? No, people are looking at them, go there to look for love, to find love or whatever. Some are lucky. Some do find love. Okay. Yes, some do find love. So, My cousin yeah. found love online. Aha, uh-huh, it may happen. Yeah, I don't happen. know. I, I, I can meet lots of people, but I just... I guess the more comfortable I get with myself, the better the love will be when I find what I'm looking for. And I will connect with that person in ways that I never expected because I'll know how to communicate my, my, what I desire from the relationship and either that person can give it to me or not. The thing for me is I would try to fit myself into their world instead of somebody recognizing 
me and, and, and being a good match for me. I don't want to force anything. I just want to no, be... No, no, but there's no, such, there's no such thing as a perfect human being. There's no such thing as a perfect match. You understand? I agree. yes. It's just a decision you make to say, okay, I want to be with LA. That's all. And yeah, I take but it as it is. But I want to be able to satisfy... I would hope that the relationship would satisfy each other's love languages. Like, if I know that you like physical touch and quality time, I want to be able to give those things to you. No, no, but you know, at times, it's not good to go into a relationship with a lot of expectation. Mm. I mean, I've learned something. Something that's making me happy now is because I'm not having any expectation. Okay? I've learned to live my life with less expectation. That's great advice. Yeah, I've learned to live my with less expectation. Yeah. Because when you're expecting of someone, oh, is it going to do, and then you, at the end of the day, you get frustrated. Yeah. I will do what I like, what pleases me. You will okay? do what you no like, what, what pleases you. I love what it. What I like, okay, I can spend in the morning, I will get up, uh, I pray first. Mm-hmm. I believe in God. I'm a child. I believe I'm a child of God. I will pray yes. after praying. Uh, I will launder. I usually go jogging and then I will soak the clothes. I do everything almost for myself. I will launder, uh, wash my clothes, uh, fix my breakfast, get yeah. breakfast ready for myself. And right. then before I go out for teaching and enter, I will watch TV. In my spare time, I don't know I have much to do. And then maybe I take a break in the afternoon. This day I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing much, okay? We are not, won't be having a university. We don't open until the next month. Mm-hmm. So, and then by five in the evening, I will go jogging. That's one of the things that pleases me. Okay? Yeah, okay. So you know That's what pleases me. you. I go jogging every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays. At Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you go jogging. How far do you go? I go around you the campus the, for an is hour. It like five kilometers? Oh, an hour. So you could be getting in at least at least 10, 10 kilometers. I don't really know. I've never really tracked it. But I know I can track it the time. It's the time I can track, okay? Go around uh, until one, non-stop. I don't stop. So when yeah. I start, I go, yeah. and then after, until after an hour. When I'm back, what I usually do, I walk to the road to look for some bread, to look for something to eat for dinner. I will shower uh, later on, watch TV. By 8 or 9 o'clock, I will pray, and then come back, sit down, watch TV, okay? And uh, by 11 o'clock, go to bed, and the following day, do the same thing. If I have to go teaching that, such are the things that crazy whether my partner is there or not. Like now, okay, I'm alone. My partner, you're, I'm not seeing my partner. You know how to have a good time with just yourself. You're you're okay with that. I'm okay with that. I'm alone in the house. Well, I mean, it's yeah. I live alone. Yeah, pardon? How did you get so comfortable with... It, it sounds like the structure of your routine is what really helps you. Would you say that that's accurate? Your routine is what helps you... Yeah, Yeah, because you say, first you do this, first you do that. So you're finding ways to spend time with yourself. With myself. At the time I spend time with friends, I also like when I go out, 
I'll go to the club or I have fun. I will stay there. I will enjoy myself to the fullest. Okay. I like nature. I like that. That's good advice yeah. for me. I like yeah. that. I'm going to create a routine. I have the opportunity, I will, I will enjoy myself to the fullest, especially when I have a good company. Well, you know, I, going back to the pornography thing for a second, I remember you also said that it had to do a lot with, um, you would use it when you felt depressed or anxious. And, and you know, I would use, I also oh, okay, have yeah. used, I've also yeah. used sex as like, I would call it cut my form of cutting. I felt like I needed that release, even if it wasn't necessarily yeah, yeah. good for me. Yeah, that white bond does. Effectively, you're feeling depressed. You're feeling a little bit unnatural. You see, let you look for a way to releasing it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But did you ever you feel either. bad or guilty about it? I used to feel guilty about it. Really? Yeah. And so then you changed it, or is it still uh, a big part of your life? It's still part of, but once in a while, I'm not too much. It's not like before. I have control over it now. Okay. <laughs> because yeah. I have, like I said, no to it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like I can't to it. I'm giving you an example. Last night, I was feeling very tired. Right. Uh, I've spent a very long day because uh, my car has broken down, so my mechanic was around, so I spent the whole time with them. So I felt exhausted, and by 11 o'clock, I went to bed. <gasps> oh, and my gosh. Like, I, I, I felt like going, taking my computer, checking on one or two things. I said, no, teacher, nothing. Okay, let me just close it. And then, you see, I have control over it. I can say no to it. Right. So when you're able to say no to it, it means that it's no longer having whatever control over you. I like it. I like yeah. it. You know what? We're, we're coming down close to the end yet. but And I didn't realize that I had all of these live comments happening while we were doing the show. We were just in our own world. So I just wanted to acknowledge some of the people that were in the room watching our show together. Um, Dee Pulliam, she was saying good morning. Artiste, hi, everyone. Um OLA ain't holding nothing back, somebody said. But if anyone knows anything about me, and I don't do it from a place of like trying to be vindictive, I generally want to understand everything to do with how people think and feel in regards to their love, sex, dating, and relationships because it's run amok in my life. And I don't want it to be this way. Um, she she needs to top me off as well. Oh, I, I'm hoping they're talking about my uh, my coffee. <laughs> I'm not sure what that one's going to be. <laughs> Shannon, oh, I love Shannon Ford Jefferson. Um, she's just an amazing, she she does a podcast with Kinte, uh, I believe on Mondays at, I want to say nine or 10. I'm sorry, you guys can put it in the chat if I got it wrong. Artisa said, oh boy, to some of the things we were talking about. Uh, Shannon said she's going to church in a few, and she's I'm she's I'm sure she's shocked by the conversation just before she goes to praise the Lord. But praise the Lord, we have sex, and praise the Lord for reflection and the awareness when we're doing things that are outside of the boundaries of um, moderation. We can sometimes do things to extents that are too. It's just too much. We're it's just too much. Um, let's see what else they were saying. Something about a minister. So she's at church. Oh my lord. 
Here they are. They're looking. I like big butts that I cannot lie. <laughs> These are great. This is too much. Um, let's see. Okay. They want everyone to have a sexy day. I think this could be a new sign-off for Cocktails with LA. I always start my show with Let the Adventures Begin. Um, but, you know, at the end of the show, I hope you have a sexy day. I hope you have pleasure in your day. I hope it's reciprocated. I hope that you are able to experience love in your life. Do you want to have a long-term relationship eventually, Kazmir? Do you want to get married? Have you ever been married? Hi, <laughs> lovely queen. All these people I, I didn't realize were in was in there. I'm sorry that um, I did not get to spend more time speaking with all of you. I'm just trying to get to the end of my list here of all the people that were talking. Oh, they said my candidness is cracking them up. But <laughs> that's just how it is. You know what I'm saying? I just, I'm glad that people find it entertaining. And I hope that I am debunking some of the stereotypes that keep us in bondage. There's no need for it. Um, we're just human beings here having, having an experience. Um, and we're spirits inside. And we have to take care of both of those things. And I think sex, is, if done in a healthy way, is a wonderful way to express love and pleasure and joy. All of the other fundamentals of how it works in regards to, um, you know, with religion. There's a lot of regulation and rules when it comes sex, to religion. Sex is good for men. It's good for men to be having sex. I mean, it, I read it somewhere. It's good for men to be having sex at least five times a, a week. I don't know. Yeah, I hear well, you. Yeah, it's healthy. Sex, healthy. sex is healthy. Uh, yeah, yeah, sex is healthy, and I'm I'm learning that with every cocktail that I do. Um, every one of the guests that I've had, I've I've been talking to people. I'm going around um, the Caribbean and into the U.S. talking to people about their love, sex, and dating lives. Um, I'm going to start to release some features, some some special presentations that are a little bit longer than my actual podcast where I sit quietly with somebody and actually have a very engaging conversation, kind of like the one we've had, where people are going to get the opportunity to really understand themselves from the from a different perspective and from hearing somebody else's story. I think there's so much power in speaking to each other about the things that maybe some of us feel ashamed about, um, and it doesn't need to be that way. Um, so I do this thing at the end of most of the shows that I do, and it's called The Last Call because it's a play on the fact that there's always a last call at a bar where you have to get that last cocktail before you end the night. And I say cocktail, which means a mixed drink, but really I'm talking about any type of liquor. And there's a lot of people that have decided to not drink anymore. So we can call those mocktails. I have something coming also in regards to cocktails and mocktails, but we'll talk about that at the right time. So for your last call, what is your favorite cocktail when you're going to be with someone special? Actually... <laughs> 
Thank, oh, by the way, I just want to I give like a shout it. out to Dee, who said she loved our conversation and that she hopes the conversation allows people to open up with their partners and be open with themselves. Yes, this is what I want. This is what I want for people. Thank you for saying that, Dee, and thank you for watching. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. What is your favorite cocktail? What's your favorite drink? Uh, I like fruit juice. Fruit juice. Do you put yeah. liquor in there? Vodka? No. Rum? Uh, you know, yeah, one or two times, yeah. I, I it happened. I, I did, yeah, one or two times. Yeah, one or two. Yeah, but I prefer them to be natural, okay? okay. I like anything that's natural, okay? So no so liquor. No, 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 no water. No, no, okay, you can add some water. You can even, yeah, home, I can do it myself. <laughs> did you just say you add water? Yeah, you can add some, some. Yes, okay, to the fruit when juice. You're fixing, when you're pushing, fixing fruit juice, you add some water into the mixer, <laughs> into the blender. What juice? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, like, I, I like fruit juice. I don't drink beer. No beer. No, no. And I no rum. Drink. No vodka. No, nah, mix with something. Yeah, you got to put liquor in there, right? Yeah, yeah, mix, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So which one is your favorite? What do you like to mix with the fruit juice? Not just water. But any liquor. Any liquor. Okay, so the real deal's coming out. Like, don't, yeah, yeah, don't hold great. out on me now. We've already talked about you getting farted on while you're going down on somebody. We, we, we passed that part. <laughs> uh, I don't know what uh, Crazy Cuz Loco is saying, but just one or two times. Just one or two times what, Crazy? Tell me what you're talking about. Okay, so that you would like... To have fruit juice with any liquor when you're going to have your favorite cocktail. Yeah. Okay. Who is your celebrity crush that you would like to have this experience with? Drinking fruit juice and any liquor. <laughs> oh, I think you have somebody in I mind. <laughs> I want to be honest with you. I have a lot of admiration for you. You have what? I, no, I have a lot of, you see, when I say celebrity Trosh. Yeah, I, I like Celine Dion music, for instance. Okay, but Celine I don't have any. Dion? But I don't have any trust for her. Okay. 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 So we're not talking about celebrities me. that you admire. We're talking about celebrities you want to do backshot with. Hello, the ones that have the bum, the ones that are speaking to your 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 part. I can't think that Celine Dion is what you would like no, to no, bend I, over. I, I like something that is very real. No. But yeah, I celebrate. No, the only person. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you told me that you like big butts, and then you talked about Celine Dion, oh, and I'm like, what? You leave the French Canadians alone. Those women have nothing for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I don't have actually. I don't have any celebrity trust. I can see you at time. I have a lot of admiration for you. So if I were to speak of crush, maybe... I'm your celebrity that. crush? You need to stop the madness. <laughs> I know you have a celebrity crush. <laughs> I wish I was a celebrity. I need some celebrity money right here. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm saying, I don't know whether you're famous or not. No, I don't have any. I, I like some celebrity. I like uh, uh, Rihanna. I like the way she dances, but I don't have any trust for her. Rihanna? Yeah, I don't yeah, have any. We share that in common. I love yeah, me. I like the way she dances. Okay. Of course, you love how I, she dances. No, I like the way she dances. You see, <laughs> okay. I also like Celine Dion. I like her music. And then last semester, I taught uh, uh, Pukotumem and Kotumem student. 
they are able to sing Celine John uh, songs entitled to go to my man Oh my God, you lost me at Celine Dion. I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah, she's my favorite singer. But I did happy. not see that happening. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, this but, is your fantasy, not mine. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I don't have a touch, Messi. Okay, yeah. so maybe Rihanna or someone special. Maybe, oh, let's talk about your last girlfriend. I don't know if it was the white Canadian, but whoever was your last girlfriend or your current girlfriend, where would you like to go to have a special moment with her? Uh, presently, she's not here. She's uh, still having a break somewhere. She's uh, in Moldova, I'm in Manga. Okay. Yeah. But where would you go to take her to, where do you have sex with her? But when she's back, in your in your house on the street at the bathroom no, when she's on back, the beach she's, not, she's on break she's on holiday okay so when you are together Kashmir, work with me when you are together yes. and you're having fruit juice and some kind of liquor and you're in the mood where is the best place you want to have sex with her what's the location the location yeah prefer it to be uh, in a in a house in the house on it's the bed like, yeah yeah or in the, on the floor or in, in the bathroom no. any any place any anything in the house you have everywhere say, in any, the house anywhere you guys are tearing it all down bed. it can be in the kitchen it can be in the living room like yeah it has happened okay anywhere. So you, okay do you ever add f- food into your your sexual pleasures in the house like, do you do like nine and a half weeks and open the fridge and pour the milk down her body? And <laughs> oh, yeah, I did it with the white ladies. I you did that with the white lady. See, now yeah. I see why you got your freak on with the white lady. Man, yeah, I took, I took, no, but I do, I did the same thing with her, but the black lady doesn't like it. She doesn't I like it. Like, do yeah, you like I it? I, but I like it. I you like it. Huh? So, you like it? I like it. Okay, so how do we get to a place where we can communicate what we want sexually with our partners that have so much problems with the stigma? Are you able to say to your partner, um, I want to do more of this, and are you afraid of the rejection? I'm not afraid of rejection. Why are you afraid of that? I believe you. I believe you. I don't think you're afraid of anything, actually. (laughs) (laughs) You are an African. You are not afraid of anything. Uh, Uh, I I feel you. I feel you. Okay, what what kind of music would you like to hear playing in the background? Celine Dion. Celine Dion. I just... Okay, what's your favorite song from Celine Dion? Uh, I like Pukotu encore and the New Day Has Come is another uh, song I like. Can you sing a little bit of it? Because I'm not sure I know what you're talking about. Uh, Wow. I'm floored and and very, very good. I'm I'm so happy that you sang the song. I know I live in Canada. I do not speak French. Um, So I don't even know what you were saying. But there is something about the French language that sounds romantic. So that you love me more. Okay? 
Okay, so that you love me more. Oh, I somebody mean, wants to I, know how did you get a Canadian girl? And I guess she might have met that's um who said that? Crazy. So I don't I mean I don't mean to call you crazy, but that is what the name says on the screen. Um so crazy crazy wanted to know how you got in a Canadian girl and maybe he um that person missed that the Canadian girl was a journalist in Liberia, right? And yes, you met you met in that. Liberia. Yeah, and yeah. you went, went on to have a wonderful romance and love affair for over yeah. a year, having yeah. sex every day that she was there with you. She got sick with malaria. You took care of her, brought her to Ghana. She's yeah. now back in Canada and yeah. has uh, a white husband or boyfriend? And a child. Oh, and a child and everything. Okay, so that ship has sailed, but there's lots of love coming for you, we I all, promise. We only had, had a child, a child, but I will tell you though. <laughs> 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 I tell you later. <laughs> oh boy, I can't wait to get the cocktails <laughs> uncut. <laughs> what I'm going to tell you, uh, yeah, up, up. <laughs> did she? Okay, so people want to know: Did she look? What did she look like? Describe her for us. Uh, did she bit, have a big bum? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I she did. Like a yeah. white girl with a big bum. Actually, those French Canadian yeah. white women, they can, they can yeah. have some packing back there. I've, yeah, I've, yeah. I've heard very this. Appealing, very appealing dress, long hair. What color it's was her hair? Like a bit yours. Like mine? Yeah, something like that. So yeah. like, a, yes. I guess, a reddish, blondish yeah, color? Yeah, yeah. Very long hair, okay? Did, uh, what, did she have uh, brown eyes, she blue eyes? She very good care of her hair. And uh, she was heavy, heavy legs. She was having heavy legs. She had heavy legs? Heavy, heavy. Oh, hair. she had but hairy she legs? You were into that? Yeah. yeah, no, but she used to peel. I mean, to peel. I mean, to what? To, to shave, shave it? So, yeah. Oh, so, but she, she used to sometimes just shave. let the hair hang out and you were okay with no, that? No, 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 she would shave. Yeah, she would, she would shave. Would you tell her, like, honey, your hair is getting a little long on the legs. It's time no, to no, shave no, it. No, 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 no. No, I'm not. I'm well, never, then how do you know she had hairy legs? But because I will see her shaving her. Her legs. Okay. For me, there was nothing hidden, okay? That, and you know to... what? Okay, so there's a really something very important in what you're saying. And if you say that um, there was no hiding. That. No hiding in a relationship can really make everything about that. That can make a beautiful relationship, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. I love that. I saved my life. I saved my life two times. You saved her life twice. Two times, twice. Yes. Okay. That's amazing. I think that you are living your best life. Uh, (laughs) I think it's so great. Um, yeah, well, the one of such a wonderful, the wonderful studio. <laughs> Somebody in the chat room said they now can see Celine Dion with hairy legs. That's they think your white girlfriend looked like Celine Dion with hairy legs. Ah <laughs> uh, no no, Celine Dion is slim. Okay. Oh, so this girl was thicker. You like the thick lady? Yeah yeah, she was a little yeah somehow. Okay. Yeah, Dion. I said to you that I'm not uh, attracted physically attached to Celine Dion. She's not a touch to me. I said it. Okay. Maybe yeah, just like the music. Just the music. That's all. Do you like mm-hmm. any other music? Do you like any other popular music? Oh, I like Cameroonian songs. Um, okay. Cameroonian oh, songs. Like Dibango, all those people, you may not know them. Okay. No, but now I can I look like them up. Music. Pardon? 
I can look them up and, and hear some really great Cameroonian music. Yeah, yeah, Manu Chibango plays jazz. Manu Chibango. Manu okay. Chibango. Yeah, Do yeah, you... Yannick Noir. He's a French, uh, whatever, Yannick Noir. Okay. Yannick Noir, you're former tennis player. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, when we get offline, you can send it to me in a chat. Oh, Lady Gaga. Oh, she used to play Lady Gaga. When oh, we you play. like Lady Gaga. Yeah, yeah. I got to know Lady Gaga too. Uh. <laughs> yeah, she loves us. They have some sense that she loves. Yeah, she used to be Lady Gaga. I got to know Lady Gaga at the time. Yeah, too. Uh, so it was, uh, I said, oh, I never do anything about Lady Gaga. Yeah. You are a delight. I thank you so much for speaking with me for these past two hours. Even though you had to kickstart your generator, you fell off. Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. That's okay. We made it work. And yeah, uh, I'm so grateful for you. And it's so bizarre that I have a friend now, a connection in Liberia. And I, I've only been to Tanzania, and I hiked Kilimanjaro once. And um, that was my only time in Africa. I went to the Ngorogoro Crater and the Serengeti and watched uh, and, and looked, took in two of the safaris. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. It's not what people might think. I didn't know what it was going to be like returning to the motherland. You know, we have these ideas, but it was great. Um, and one thing is for sure: if there, are, if you're a heterosexual male, you're going to want some women to be around you, and that seems to be the same everywhere I go around the world. They are very open to uh, meeting all kinds of women. <laughs> And yeah, that yeah. you might have a type, but what I'm hearing from you is it's okay to be open and to accept love if you don't have those expectations. And I appreciate you for sharing that and also in sharing your routine and having a routine that can help you be single so that when you know how to be with yourself, you learn how to be with others. These were gems. You're dropping gems. Yeah, People are going is to it. You're going to learn so much from you. If you are not happy, you can't give out happiness. Okay? Yes. I yeah. love it. But that is it. If I don't know how to live by myself, to live on my own, and will not be able to make you be happy. Wow. Oh, okay. I will be expecting more from you. <laughs> I won't be able to give you anything because I've not learned to be, to give. I've learned to receive. You've learned to receive because you learned to give. No, yeah. No, oh, I mean. I love that. Yeah. That's a great place to end our, our show. That is fantastic. <laughs> I love it. Can you say your name and say that you just shared your cocktail with L.A.? Uh, my two first names are Casimir Francois. Francois, you know what Francois. Okay, Casimir Francois and Kani Nanga. That's an American Okay, and can you say, and I just shared my cocktail with L.A.? <laughs> to share you well you I'll, did you you can say i just shared oh, my cocktail with but you got to say your name it was, nice. it was nice being with you la i really enjoyed it it was a really a privilege thank you very much and i will not hesitate next time okay when i'm called upon to be with you Oh, fantastic. I thank you so much. Thank you to Kinte Ferguson and all thank the people you, in the chat, Shannon D, crazy. I keep calling the person crazy, but that's what it says. Um, and anyone else that I've missed, I'm sorry. We Our time is up. It's been two hours of sex, love, dating, sex, pussy, eating, everything. It's fabulous. Yes to sex. 
Thank you, Kinte, and the second annual Indie Podcast, 24 hours. We did it. Our two hours were fun. My time is up. Peace. Okay, family announcement. Our smart home is online. Cool, Dad. Yeah, smart lights, smart fridge, smart thermostat. The smart speaker plays music or answers questions like this. Check it out. Question, what animals besides humans have chins? Can't find home internet. Super impressive, Dad. Okay, hold on. Question, can you find the home internet? Can't find home internet. Ha <laughs> ha, smart house! Your home is only as smart as your internet. AT&T Internet is fast and reliable, even during peak times. Get consistently fast speeds for $40 a month. See if you qualify at att.com internet. Reliability excludes DSL and based on network availability. Consistency based on wired connection to gateway. Requires 12-month agreement and $10 per month equipment fee. Includes internet plans 768 kilobytes to 100 megabits when bundled with other qualifying minimum $19 per month service on one bill. Early termination, activation, other charges and restrictions apply. You know, I feel kind of bad for anyone who couldn't get up here to hit the slopes today. Uh, maybe they should have gotten a Toyota. Why's that? Well, not only does my Tacoma handle great in the snow, but now when you buy or lease any new Tacoma or 4Runner, you get two passes for the 2019-2020 Mountain High Winter Season. No restrictions. Man, good call on that Toyota. Must take delivery from new car dealer stock by midnight 2320. See slash Toyota for details. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places.